I'm Alex Delay, and this is Vision Vibes. This story was originally broadcast on television as part of NHK World Japan's interview series, Direct Talk. Ever since I was little, I've been obsessed with stories. Most days, the real world just felt too predictable, too limited, too boring. I would try to get my hands on any medium that could effectively take me to a new, more exciting place. Not a day would go by where I wouldn't dive heart and soul into a book, a movie, or a video game. There are plenty of ways to tell a good story, but among my favorite is animation. Japanese animation in particular is known to push the boundaries of imagination. So many of the anime I grew up with take place in rich and mysterious worlds that bend our understanding of reality while still telling deeply human, emotionally rich stories. Today's guest is no stranger to crafting new worlds. Hosoda Mamoru is an acclaimed Japanese animation director. His latest release, titled Bell, follows a high school girl who straddles two realities, her everyday school life and her virtual identity as a global superstar. What led Hosoda to create Bell? And how did he go about putting together this masterpiece? Let's join narrator Emma Howard and find out on today's episode of Vision Vibes. Note that Hosoda's interview is in Japanese, so you'll hear him voiced over in English. This animation film will be screened overseas under the title Bell. In Japanese, it's called Ryu to Sobakasu no Hime. It features a girl whose life straddles between the real world and cyberspace. At this year's Cannes Film Festival, Bell received a nearly 15-minute standing ovation. It's the latest work of Hosoda Mamoru, a Japanese animation film director whose creations have received countless domestic and international awards. On today's direct talk, we speak with this renowned figure. My name is Hosoda Mamoru, and I direct animation films. As you know, my latest film is called Bell. Despite being released during the global pandemic, Bell has earned more than 6 billion yen in the three months. It's become a huge success this year for the Japanese film industry. It's also a special film for Hosoda, one that's heavily inspired by Disney's Beauty and the Beast. I have always really liked Beauty and the Beast. I totally loved the Disney version that came out in 1991. At the time, I had just graduated from university and started working for an animation production company. I was quite overwhelmed since I had just started working and was actually thinking about finding another career. 
but watching the animated version of Beauty and the Beast showed me that a beautiful work of art can be made through animation, and that inspired me to continue working in this field. I like the Beast. I mean, he looks scary and comes across as confrontational, but deep down he has a totally different persona. I like such a two-sided personality. And as for Beauty, well, she's just a pretty girl. <laughs> That's why Hosoda decided that his beauty would have two sides as well. The movie's heroine, Suzu, is a high school student living with her father in the countryside. After her mother died, she became extremely timid, not being able to express her feelings or able to sing. <gasps> But she does have another identity. In a virtual world called You, she's a musical icon known as Belle, performing concerts in front of thousands. It's usually men who have long decided who is a beauty. But can this still apply to our modern world? I don't think so. I made the film because I wanted to show that a girl like Suzu, sitting at the back of the class, is actually sort of a modern beauty. This Suzu at the back of the class is somewhat based on the director himself. Born in 1967 in a small rural town in Toyama Prefecture, he was painfully shy, always drawing pictures instead of talking to the other kids. I didn't feel comfortable talking to others. That's because I stuttered as a child and was actually put in a special class in elementary school. So I wondered if it was possible to live a life in which I didn't have to speak to others. That's why I thought a solution could be found in my own world of drawing. Like Suzu, who expressed herself through singing, Hosada found his true inner self by drawing. At university, he studied oil painting, and after graduating, in 1991, he joined an anime production company. And in 2011, Hosada finally created his own anime company called Studio Chizu in Tokyo. I never thought I'd become a film director like this. Overseeing a large staff, making films and promoting them. I'm doing this because it's my job, but inside, I remain the shy person I've always been. So, you see, actually, I have a dual nature too. The Girl Who Leapt Through Time, Wolf Children and Summer Wars are among Hosoda's creations, 
His films have all won Best Animation at the Japan Academy Film Prize. His works always straddle two worlds: past and present, or real and imaginary. And to create those two worlds, Hosoda often uses the internet as a story vehicle. His creations over the past 21 years overlap with the internet's global expansion, helping Hosoda reveal his characters' hidden personalities. I really like the fact that the internet is a stage on which people, especially young people, can openly express themselves. In some societies, adults are suspicious of the internet, while others are even extremely fearful of it. But I tend to think more like a young person, who sees the internet as a world full of possibilities. And it's through my films that I try to express solidarity with such young people, and give them inspiration. The drama of Belle also begins with a particular meeting in the internet world. One day, a brutal dragon wreaks havoc at Belle's concert. The dragon is hated by everyone and is chased, but Suzu became interested in him. She tries to find out who he really is. When you meet someone as an avatar for the first time online, you must figure out how to treat this person and how to accept the person for who they are—their feelings. While I was making the film. I really felt that it closely reflected our world amid the pandemic. So, thinking about that, both the good and bad sides of the internet that I experienced at this time, I wove them into this work. Because Bell was produced during the pandemic. Hosoda was faced with countless new challenges. Generally, after he creates the visual plan for the story, his team gathers at the studio, and filmmaking begins. But this time, the process coincided with Japan's first declaration of a pandemic state of emergency. We had to figure out how to reduce the time spent in person. And communicate remotely. We needed to adapt by using digital technology as much as possible, and limiting physical contact between people. Remote work is also essential because this time several creators from overseas contributed to the new film. The main character Bell was designed by Jin Kim from South Korea, a legendary animator and character designer who worked on Disney's Frozen and Tangled. The first song Bell sings was written by Swedish composer Ludvig Forsell. 
I wanted to create a virtual world with designers and creators from different countries, to work with people who have such diverse values. I wanted to express not just a Japanese viewpoint, but one with a global flavor. So that's why I reached out to these various people. The film has two settings: the Japanese rural town for Suzu, and the enormous cyberspace U for Bell. To make them clearly distinguishable, Hosoda asked the young British architect Eric Wong to design U. The director was impressed by Wong's art of imaginary worlds he had seen online. When I found out I was working with Mamoru Hosoda, I was overwhelmed. I was ecstatic. I I had to blink twice. I had to double check. I read the email several times. I even re-googled Suzu Chizu just to double check that I was like, no way that. And also, you feel a little bit like, oh wow, I need to. Creating a virtual world with five billion residents was a challenge, but using his architectural skills, Eric came up with an idea of a uniquely linear world. Another task for Eric was to complete construction of a spherical stadium to house two billion spectators at Bell's concert. I also provided、um, initial research, thoughts on how it came out of the world, plans, sections, elevations, axonometric views,、um, how it builds up from module to module. As a very module-based、um, city, it, it's just so fitting. It's such a beautiful concept and such a fortunate、uh, coincidence for us to to meet online and to collaborate online. The pandemic is forcing radical changes in the film industry worldwide, but even with online streaming becoming the norm, Hosoda remains steadfastly loyal to screening films in theaters. I think that as it becomes more common to release films on platforms such as Netflix, people from around the world will be able to enjoy entertainment simultaneously, despite speaking different languages. So, should we stop going to movies and just watch via streaming? I don't think so. Watching films in a theater. Is a one-of-a-kind experience that can't be replaced by anything. Unlike watching a DVD or streaming online, films shown in a theater cannot be paused or rewound. Watching as part of a large audience allows a temporary escape from reality, and it's this make-believe world that perfectly suits Hosoda's concepts. As the global film industry eventually brings movies back to the silver screen, Hosoda is harnessing that momentum to share his new work from Japan with the larger world.
I think this sentence. Time waits for no one. For me, this sums it up. It appears in my film, The Girl Who Leapt Through Time. Someone had written these words on a school blackboard, and I think its point is to make the most of the limited time each of us have. Time waits for no one. Finding inspiration is hard for any creator, let alone when faced with the pressure of high expectations. But Hosoda reminds us that time ticks on. It's up to us to either spend it doubting ourselves or relentlessly pursuing our dreams. I've always found this idea to be a daunting one. Of course, we should value our time. But I don't want to feel guilty for not constantly being productive. That's why I like Hosoda's idea of a dual nature so much. Part of me is shy and seeks comfort in life, while another part is longing to do bigger, more important things. As I get older, I'd like to think I'm getting better at finding balance between the two. But I still have a lot to learn and many dreams to fulfill. That's why today. I'd like to make a resolution, and I invite you to join me. Let's strive to better value ourselves by better valuing our time. That's it for today's episode. Thank you for granting us your precious time. You can find the transcript as well as our other stories on the NHK World website. I've been Alex Stelle. Join us next time for more mind-expanding insights from inspiring people on Vision Vibes.